Not sure if you all know this, but Adrian and I both have YouTube channels. My YouTube channel, if you can please subscribe, is Nevermore Records. Adrian's is Plastic Realm Toys. You can also follow us on Instagram at HNH underscore podcast and find us on Facebook. We even have a private group. Just send a request and we'll let you in. Follow our recording studio on Instagram at Nevermore underscore records underscore EPTX and our guitar company on Instagram at Nevermore underscore guitars. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but you're real good with like fucking medical shit, right? <laughs> Vashti Bunyan. Yeah. <laughs> Krongman. Yeah. Krongman. This- Damn, Vashti Bunyan's got me cringing. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> or hey, trust me. And I instantly start to sweat. This is why. <laughs> this is why. But you got to remember, you got to see the big picture. I do. The long term, the big picture, it'll all be worth it. Us to be able to, to tour nonstop. Just remember this, Adrian. Struggle and strife come before success. Oh, man. You just got philosophical on me. Even in the dictionary. I'm going to quote you real quick. <laughs> no, I do, man. I mean. So, well, let's let people know. So, wait, are you going to say yes to my touring idea or no? Of course. Oh, God. Now you have to think about it. Sorry. I had to just, yeah. I'm not <laughs> processing that fast this morning. <laughs> so, real quick. Um, so, the news really is, is that I convinced Adrian <laughs> to go, go halves with me to buying a business. Um, you know, any of you that know me personally and maybe perhaps don't know me personally, I'm a huge dog lover. I have 11 dogs at home. Doggy style, uh, especially. I love doggy style. <laughs> uh, my wife, especially being a huge dog lover who works very, very closely with local rescues and does a lot of cool stuff. Um, you know, we had a, a really good friend of ours reach out, um, wanting to sell her business. And she reached out because it has to do with dogs and it is a doggy daycare, a very successful doggy daycare. Mm -hmm. And I said, I said no at first. Yeah. And then, uh, my wife looked at me like, what is wrong with you? And then I thought about you and how it could be something that could really help you in the long run. Actually, the way it went down was <laughs> you and I were sitting in this very room and you were telling me about the situation and you're like, but I don't know if I can. I don't think I can because of the studio, blah, 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 blah. And in true idiotic fashion, like I always do, I always go, fine, I'll do it. I don't know where your eyes shot up off of your phone and looked right at me. And I was like, fuck, <laughs> there it is. I thought we, yeah. <laughs> it's over. And, and again, it's just, you know, there's always growing pains. Um, you know, the difference I think between like starting your own business. So like, you know, for example, we have the guitar company, we have, I have the studio and those are like, um, you know, you're, you're kind of, you start from scratch and it's like a, you go, it's a slow burn, right? Yeah. You, and, um, when you're buying a business that comes with like a dozen staff members and it's already full on, and it's like the idea is, is fantastic. It's great and everything, but then it's like, oh, wait a minute. I already have so much going on, you know, like, so for example, so I have two businesses. I still teach college plus all the other shit I do. Right. Mm -hmm. And then Adrian here has works more than 40 hours a week. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I have a full-time career. Yeah. And so a podcast. So being able to squeeze in those extra waking hours to just make sure that the business functions, um, you know, it, it can be, it can be, a yeah. A tough, it could be challenging. Yeah. I mean, we, we own another business together, which is Never More Guitars, which we are still in the works on. Mm -hmm. I spent uh, a lot of time on that one too. Yeah, God, man. Not but for you know nothing. What? We're getting no, back. No, of course, of course. We're getting back. But yeah. what I was getting at is, is being a business owner of two businesses, mm -hmm. a full-time career, full-time world's greatest best friend. <laughs> Two podcasts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Not to mention the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just um, part of life's challenges, you know. Uh, it's funny because I think back to, you know, when I was a teacher, when I was a assistant principal or whatever, like, those were 
uh, well, teacher was easy. The assistant principal one was tough. But I think back to sometimes I think back to those and 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 what a lot of people that work a nine to five don't realize mm. is they think being a business owner is like, oh, I get to like do what I want when I want. Yeah, wake up, show but up. But what they what you but the difference is is that when you're working nine to five, you are working nine to five. Yeah, you get to go home and get your head out of it. Somebody else is worrying about the stuff above you. Right. When you're a business owner. Twenty four seven, three hundred sixty five days. You are the one that has to deal with everything. It all falls on you. Yeah, and so it's like you don't technically get a break, right? You know, um, so it, it, but it does have its benefits, right? Yeah, it, you don't have to answer to anybody, um, you know, and and like I, you know, our plan is to expand, and yes, I know that's going to be more work, right? But. Yeah. Expansion also means that if you set up a business properly, uh, again, there's this, people have this misconception that aren't business owners, or there are some business owners that I know that don't get this, right? The idea is that if you're a good business owner, you are setting up your business to function with or without you. Right. You know, you you can't do it all as an owner. Yeah. You know, you can. You got to find people that know how to do it. Right. And, um, and so that's the goal that the goal is to where obviously we're not, that doesn't mean that we walk away, you know, no. wiping our hands. The idea is that if you can properly get it to function without you, you know, you're doing your job right. Right. Exactly. Know? And then you get to enjoy the fruits of your labor. Yeah. Yeah. Those cool it's, things. It's, it's just getting there. Yeah. We'll definitely get there. The struggle is beyond real. Right. I'm glad we did it though. You know, for me, me personally, you you never say no to anything, mm-hmm. and I'm always fearful of shit. Not because I can't do it, or I don't know how to do it, or I won't be able to do it. Right. It's just I always question myself. <laughs> so over the past couple of years, you've just been like poking me and poking me and poking <laughs> me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's but it's obviously you have a lot to do with it, right? Right. You inspire me, but not only that, it's, it's with you, right? Right. It's like music, for example. People always tell me, why don't you just do it by yourself? And I'm like, dude, I can totally fucking do it by myself, yeah. 100%, but I don't. That's not the issue. Right. I want to do it with and only you. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I like to, you know what I mean? Like, we... Half and half. Yeah. We complete each other. So it's like... But with this one, this one in particular, you know, the guitar business was a, was a slow thing, right? It's because, right. you know, we were all very new to it. I mean, I even look at our podcasts as business, of right? Course. Because we have, we also have long-term goals for this, this podcast. So the more you push me into shit, the more I feel confident, more confident, more confident. But with this one, it was already fucking ready to go, ready to go, boots to the ground. And I'm like turnkey operation shit yeah yeah a whole fucking different world you know when you have people's lives at stake staff members and stuff like that it becomes just a whole new ball game yeah um but yeah but we're getting through it um it's not music related obviously but you know what like life related it's exactly yeah like my goal my goal personally is and i've said it to you i don't think i've ever said it here but is to be able to get both of the both of the locations functioning so well to where our time is limited over there, mm-hmm. just so I could fucking sit with you every day and do all this shit with you, right, Edi- right? Editing, recording, like being a part of this world, right? That's my strive, and that's really how I saw 
going into our dog business. Yes, I love the dogs. I love the business, but also it's it's my conduit to mm-hmm. where I want to really be. That's going to help me get there. And in all honesty, man, I love doing you know half and half everything with you, right? But one of my biggest like I think factors of like asking you like if you want to be a part of this or like if we should do it is because i know like with your regular job it's a good job you're getting paid great but dude it's it's killing you you're killing yourself there yeah but yeah and it's like if even if it's five years down the road 10 years down the road if this can help you uh get to a place where it's you know you're not dying <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know yeah it's it, so you know whatever well, well then it's just Working its way towards things we're passionate about. <clears throat> yeah. I'm passionate about. I think about like my mom, for example. Like my yeah. mom, I think what, my mom, I think would have easily lived good 10 years more 100%. had she not done like graveyard shift work, stuff like that. I'm telling you, I've said it before, broken record for almost two years now. I've been saying it. Yeah. Stress is the world's worst thing on the body. Yeah. Worse than anything out there. Right. Stress triggers certain things in your body if you have something lying dormant in your body stress can bring that to the surface yeah. not being able to sleep your schedule going back and forth stresses your body beyond fucking belief so i will agree with you your mom would probably still be here which is hilarious because all i do is add more stress to myself you yeah that's, that's <laughs> different man that's yeah different. no you know what though this is the first time i think in my life Normally, I feel like, oh, I can squeeze a little bit more in. I can squeeze a little bit more in. You can always squeeze a little <laughs> more in. <laughs> yep, that's my motto. <laughs> but this time around, I feel like, okay, well, I am really stretched to the brim. See, now think about the world where I can be here. Yeah. That would that would take a lot off. Yeah. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, like, absolutely. So when it's the two of us, like straight up half and half on all of our businesses and shit, mm-hmm. dude, we're going to be able to pile more on. Yeah. You know that's I mean? true yeah and we just gotta get everything running like a well-oiled machine we'll, we'll get there we'll just get need there. a little bit of lube amen <laughs> <laughs> so what else what else is going on with us you know i had i've been taking notes for fucking three weeks now okay right? yeah yeah there's just actually one. i have two i just haven't looked there's up. one on the top that i wanted to ask you okay i've known you more than half my life you're my second half you're my everything <laughs> <laughs> and i never I don't understand this to this very day, and I want to know why. Okay. I called you about a month ago. Uh-huh. What are you doing? And you were talking, but your mouth was full. I said, hey, man, what the fuck are you eating? And you hit me with, I'm eating <laughs> bread and ice. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> were you doing it together, or do you eat a piece of bread and then a piece of ice? Like, okay. <laughs> 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 so shit. i um i love ice which is like mm-hmm. so bad for me because like i love my teeth and i do everything in my power to take care of my teeth but i know that one day knock on wood or at least i hope to god it doesn't happen i chew ice so much and i always have since i was a kid mm-hmm. so i mean obviously that's like when you call me nine times out of ten i'm chewing ice yeah i have to always be chewing ice um it was just a moment where I was chewing ice and I wasn't even done with the ice yet and I was already starting to like eat the bread. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so th- oh, that was my question. So that was just a one-off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was like, when did we get into bread and ice? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine I had a slice of bread and I was putting ice, <laughs> ice in it? Ice cubes in, in the, the middle? <laughs> yeah. 
What I mean, it's actually not bad. What kind of bread were you eating? Just like a random old piece no, of... No, eating the keto bread. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, was, I was envisioning good old fucking boring white bread. Oh, no, man. <laughs> I actually try to avoid that. Um, I usually get the keto bread or like the multigrain or what I really love is the rye bread. Yeah, rye bread's pretty good. Yeah. So good. But, um, dude, I'm, it actually makes me think. I, I, I sent my, uh, some friends a video the other day where, you know those videos where they're, like, cooking something? Yeah. It's a guy that's, like, going through all that, like, the chopping, sauteing, all that. But it's all just ice. <laughs> so it's, like, it's hilarious, dude. It's so funny. I, I think I know what I'm going to get you for Christmas now. What? My dad, because of some of his, his health issues, right? He's, mm-hmm. he's old. Um he needs ice, uh-huh. but he's missing a few teeth. Okay. So he can't eat the hard ice. Uh-huh. So my sister bought him an ice machine that makes that slushy style, like mm. from Sonic. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, real, yeah, yeah, yeah. The real um, yeah, yeah. soft ice. I love that shit. There you go. So it's funny because I have an ice machine, or I had an ice machine. My wife just took it to her, her work. She's using it. She was like, oh, my God, we're in heaven because we have ice all the time. <laughs> I'm like, you're welcome, because I never really got to use it. I had it and never really used it much. But dude, that'd be amazing. I would love to have that. But um, Paul's Christmas gift, <laughs> writing it down. Speaking of my birthday gift, man, I still can't wait for that to come in. You gave it to me here on the show. Yeah, I ch- I checked it the other day. It's still because sometimes they'll push the pre-orders further. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dude, man, Todd McFarlane always fucks me, man. I always pre-order shit, right? On mm-hmm. the world's greatest website. Let's hope we can get sponsored. Shout out uh, Big Bad Toy Store. <laughs> um, I always pre-order stuff. And this one will say August, September, October, what have you. Man, just out of nowhere. It's like two weeks ago. <clears throat> I got like fucking 12 boxes. Oh, what? I checked my bank account. I was like, holy fuck, dude. What happened? He just said, ah, fuck September and August. Here you go. <laughs> oh, Really? So I checked yours. That's what that's what I wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I checked yours and no, it's still scheduled for November. I mean, but that's kind of a nice surprise, no? Oh, um, not really. Not when you do the math in your head and you're like, all right, this is going to be forty dollars this oh, week. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Sixty dollars this week. Not, yeah, not all that in one shot. I mean, I don't know. I get excited about when boxes. On. I I I order so much stuff online that I swear to you. When stuff comes in, I have no idea what it is. I like nine times out of ten, I'm like, "What is this again?" And then I open it up. So it's like Christmas all the time. Yeah, it's like when my daughter's guitars showed up to your house. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, scared. yeah. Yeah, because I was like, "Huh?" And then Daniela was like, "Did you order a guitar?" And I'm like, "I don't Did think I? so." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, what was I going to say? Speaking of, uh, no, actually, I shouldn't mention that. I don't want to give away anything. I need to actually have that conversation with you. Just remember, it connects to Todd McFarlane. We need to have a conversation after the show. Oh, lucky for you, I think about that son of a bitch all day. (laughs) So I I went to a party at your house. Mm -hmm. That's the first time in a very, very long time. It's the first time I've had a party in a very, very long time. Yeah. Um, It was for your daughter's 21st birthday. 21. God, you're an old son of a bitch. (laughs) Dude, just to think you had her when you were only nine years old. Weird, right? <laughs> I tell people all the time, I'm that awesome. <laughs> uh, but um, anyways, that that was fun. Yeah, dude, we had a fucking blast, man. But, uh, you know. I'm, I haven't drank that much in a long time. How Did dude, you actually get drunk? 
I border like I was like two okay, years. Okay, so away. the reason I'm bringing this up, the main one of the main reasons I'm bringing this up is on previous episodes we've talked about how you love Bud Light. Yeah, fuck yeah. I decided to try Bud Light. Bud Light that night. Yeah. Fucking disgusting, dude. But you brought me three tall boys. Yeah, actually, I, I forgot to tell you when I brought you those. I was so like in the moment of like understanding our um, our outfits since you had a theme. That yeah. I forgot to mention that actually those three tall boys were from Moat. Really? Yeah. Like he gave me the tall boys? Yeah, yeah. He, he, he brought them to my house when I had a cookout and he thought you were going to be there. And what? so I saved them for you. So yeah. Oh, shout out to Moat. Shout out Moat 9. My man. Arturo. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I always say this, but Moat, prepare for a hug <laughs> whenever I get to see you. He'll give it to you. Oh. I thought you had mentioned one time that he wanted me on his podcast or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he still what? does. What? I just need to know when. I don't know. Mo, Arturo, if you're listening, send me a message. Yeah. But um, but anyways, going back to the Bud Light thing. Dude. Oh, stop. Disgusting. You need to like, look. Dis- now, now you're, look, we, are, we had a great conversation before we pressed record. We're having a good time talking about bread and ice. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to fucking ruin it. So here, here's what's funny everybody that's listening okay he gave me so much shit about oh you and your bougie beers and blah 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 right Mm -hmm. so then he tells me that there's this beer he gets at this restaurant that he goes to well let's go back to that we actually went out to dinner yeah so that's i'm getting to oh okay okay so he would always talk about well like this is one beer that i do like i don't know what it is but fuck your ipas fuck your fucking hops and Hop count and all this shit. Talking so much shit Wait, about one. Hop. I've never said fuck your hop count. All I have ever said was because the way you speak to me, <laughs> like I'm lower than you because I drink Bud Light. I always say ooh my IPAs and but ooh my hop count is off. I never said fuck IPAs. You did. You were like uh-huh. I've never had an IPA in my life. Blah blah blah. Okay, and even my, though I made you no, that was a porter. In, in my defense, though. When I started drinking this beer at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, mm-hmm. they never, the word IPA never came out. It was a blonde something or other. So I said, cool, give me one of those. I didn't know. Yeah. So we go to dinner mm-hmm. and I ask, you ordered yours and I asked them what uh, IPAs they had. And they were like, oh, that one. I was like, you've been drinking IPA this whole fucking time. <laughs> the beer you've been talking about, it's so good. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. I know. I'm not anti, again. It's the way you speak to me. Dude, it's because Bud Light is... You know what it did? Is it it made me remember why I didn't drink when I was young when it comes to beer. Because that's all we could afford back then? Yeah, dude. <laughs> okay. For some reason, though, that day that I told you I drank natural light at my wife's parents' house, that was good. I don't know why, dude. I thought it was Bush, weren't it? No, 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 no. It was Bud Light? Yeah, it was Bud Light. Uh, no, no, no. Natural light. Oh, natural light. Yeah. <laughs> I used to hate natural light when I was younger, but for some reason that night, man, it tasted amazing. So I was thinking in my mind, a little part of me was like, maybe the Bud Light's going to be like, I'm going to have that same thing. No, dude, it tastes like fucking piss water. Oh, so God, fucking you are bad. exaggerating. So bad. But, uh, you know, I should drink it to support Bud Light. Yes. Yeah. You know, of the whole lgbtq plus stuff that's why i do it yeah i mean i should i need to support them but um honestly we had fun though 
Oh yeah, yeah. Don't I mean, shit. I did bring my IPAs. Yeah, so I was, did. and there's still like four left. But that was the first time you and I had been intoxicated together a long time, a very long Dude, time. Dude, so much so that night, two of our favorite fighters of all time were fighting. Yes, we watched the fight. I woke up in the morning. and I'm like, okay, I know he lost. <laughs> <laughs> I had, I watched the fight yesterday before I went to work. Yeah, and it, it's like I'd never seen it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, fucking awesome. Dude, what was great was a. Uh, Adrian's son, you left your phone on the table. Yeah. Well, I told you you could answer it. Yeah. Well, I, you don't have to tell me. I don't. I know. And I see his phone ringing and it's his son. And he's like, hey, Uncle Paul, you know, uh, you think you can ask my dad what time I'm supposed to be home or something like that? And I'm like, why? What time's your curfew? He was like, well, normally it's like 1230 or something. But tonight they said 930. And I was like, no, nah, just stay out, man. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, are you sh- really? And I'm like, yeah. And I was like, if he says anything, just tell him Uncle Paul said so. <laughs> And he fucking ran with that dude. Yeah, I he, I don't know if he told me or he's telling his friends. He was like, I was like, where was your thought process? And he goes, my uncle said I could, so I ran with it. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, Dad, it's Uncle Paul. He's your second half. Like if he says yes, you're gonna say yes, right? And I <laughs> and I looked at him. And I was like, that's fucking besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that was hilarious. Um, no, but it was a good. It was good, man. It like for our listeners, even though we're half and half, and we are like attached at the hip with so many things it was literally probably more than a decade since we've been drunk together yeah easily well, i calmed down on drinking we, yeah. f- we totally flipped roles and nobody understands the fact that we are literally flip-sided right now yeah back in the day i was a fucking hoot and a half dude i'm a blast in a glass <laughs> dude fucking drunk all the time yeah and paul did not want to drink yeah he's like, he's like i can't believe it you need to fucking grow up and blah 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 blah, blah. and fast forward i quit drinking and, and you yeah. and then one day you're like dude i'm so drunk and i was like what dude it's because <laughs> you know what like here here's my my logic here's my reasoning behind it in my 20s everything tasted like shit it just everything tasted like shit so i was like to me it wasn't fun getting drunk because it was like getting there was so difficult for me was that because we were poor back then probably now that i think about it yeah probably plus i've been told before hey man you make six figures a year and you drink bud light yeah (laughs) no it's true but it's like everything dude like even my 21st birthday i told you i drank half a beer yeah and it wasn't because like oh i didn't want to drink or um yeah we were all together eric was with us uh it was literally that i just couldn't get it down (laughs) i just uh boy times have changed it grossed me out you know what i mean also i feel like a lot of it was like there was like not craft beers and shit like that back then like back then you had like there were but i mean you had to yeah, like, I didn't know. Like, nobody cued me in on that shit. Well, we were poor back then. Yeah, we beer got, was beer, right? We got what we got. Yeah. You know Like, I mean? it was beer, disgusting tequila. Like, it was just, there was not, I didn't know. I didn't know better, you know? And, yeah, and, uh, you, and at that time, you had more money than I did, and we were still drinking yeah. Bud Light or, or Bush, right? Yeah. I remember um, my friends uh, Charles and, and Seth. Mm. Dude, I, I always think about them because we would be like, are we going to drink tonight? Yeah. How much do we have? Dude, literally like fucking 12-year-olds. Remember that scene in um, Stand By Me where they all pitching in their quarters to see how much food <laughs> yeah, they... Yeah, that yeah. was us. And we're like, fuck, one and a half tall boy for three people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I hit my 30s mm-hmm. and then I had m- more money and I started trying shit 
And I was like, wait a minute. And, and that's why I started drinking. You were experimenting hard back then. Guys, oh, yeah. I whiskey. Well, I've sorts. been experimenting with guys since I was like But it got a little worse. 14. When you got a little bougie, you went to like... Expensive guys. <laughs> yeah, dude. And, and I was opposite, dude. From like fucking 18 to 30, I was constantly drinking. Like I mean, I, I didn't quit just because. I mean, there's reason behind it that mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to talk about, but I, I quit drinking for my kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So it's not like I just decided, I woke up one day and wanted to be boring. I was forced to be boring. Yeah. Fucking hot. I mean, dude, the rage is inside. He's living in there, dude. What everybody <laughs> used to call the D-Matic, he's inside. Wait, and he almost came out Saturday night, dude. Almost. I had the baggy jeans on and everything. Like, I was ready. That's right. So it was a 90s theme party. Yeah. So My daughter's obsessed with <clears throat> the 90s and the Everybody early right now is obsessed with the 90s. I it's know. It's so weird. I go pick up my daughter from school, and I feel like I'm flashing back to when we were in school. Because dude. everybody's dressing the same. Right. Some of the people at the party were like, man, you have to, uh, so what did you buy for this outfit? And I said, literally, just the pants. I always wore Adidas shell toes. And the Dickie shirt that I was wearing that night literally had it since 1999, 98. I was telling you before the episode, um, before the show, I was at an event yesterday and they have Mm -hmm. a vintage clothing store. Yeah. Can you people, Adrian looks at me like, yeah, I know this. This is so news to me. It was a Pantera shirt that I, and I probably have it somewhere. I was like, how much for the Pantera shirt? $200. Dude, my little brother. Okay. So the whole, I don't know if you remember that whole thing about Kim Kardashian and all these morons running around wearing Demi Borger shirts and Cradle of Phil shirts and what have you. So when that whole thing spawned, my little brother kind of hopped on that train mm-hmm. right though he's he's familiar with a lot of rock music yeah but um anyway long story short he came he came into town he lives in florida and he and i were talking and we we brought up that t-shirt topic and he was like dude do you know what this shirt cost me and he was wearing a Marilyn manson t-shirt that my brother and i had fucking four of mm-hmm. he's like i, I paid 500 dollars for this t-shirt what i said I said, did Marilyn Manson wipe his ass with it? Like, what? What? He's like, no, that's the thing. Vintage t-shirts. Dude, I immediately <sighs> called my dad. My dad and I are going to have words, and we're going to fist fight if, if, if it's true. Mm-hmm. I have a bag. When I moved out of the house, my dad, my dad was... Um, Nudie. Re- remod- yeah. Okay. He was remodeling the house. Yeah. I was living with my wife and, and her parents at the time because of my daughter, so he was like, what do you want me to do with all your shit? And I said, well, I'll, I'll just bag it up and put it to the side. I bagged all my t-shirts up and I haven't seen them since. Mm-hmm. According to him, they might, quote unquote, might be in the attic. But dude, I have 40, 50 fucking imported um, Smashing Pumpkin t-shirts. I've got like 20 fucking very rare Red Hot Chili Pepper t-shirts. All original Deftone mm-hmm. shit. What I'm getting at is I'm sitting on a fucking gold mine. Yeah. But my dad doesn't know where they're at. Well, one of the dudes told the dude that owns the place yesterday. He told me that like also if it has like the tour dates on the back. Oh yeah, that that makes it like even more valuable. I have fucking tons of those nine inch nail t shirts with tour dates on the back. I think I got rid of all my shit, man. At least most of it. Dude, Eric used to have those really cool Iron Maiden shirts. He was always really big on getting those. Anthrax, uh, Megadeth, right? Uh, I had a lot of Metallica, a lot of Pantera. 
I think I had Marilyn Manson. Like, I had a lot of really cool fucking shit. Like, I remember Eric's like, oh, Eric had a bunch of Morbid Angel shirts. Mm-hmm. Dude, to know. Yeah. <sighs> Dude, the amount of Cure t-shirts I have, stupid. <clears throat> Gussie still has all his Morrissey shit, but he'll never sell it. Nobody, nobody wants to pay for Morrissey anyways. Just kidding. This podcast <laughs> and this friendship <laughs> is over. You love Morrissey. You need to yeah, stop. Yeah, I do. I just... You know. So I had another thing I wanted to bring up. All right. Because I know we're just catching up. Yeah. Sorry if this is boring for you all. Uh, hopefully not. Um, no. I feel like this is a nice reset for us. Yeah. Because. Jung, yeah. All of our shit will be back next week. Yeah. Because we're going to. For sure. We're, yeah. We're, and we're back on full schedule now. All of our shit's kind of squared away. Mm-hmm. Everything's died down. So we're now going to be back to once a week. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Next week we'll resume all of our um, segments and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I was listening. One of my favorite podcasts is um theo vaughn's podcast you know what theo vaughn is no the comedian no theo vaughn the comedian i don't know <laughs> theo vaughn the comedian <laughs> dude what the f- maybe i do i just really bad with names let me let me look him up who doesn't drink ipa now <laughs> <laughs> i you know like i'm just really bad with names and stuff so sometimes it takes me looking well, at somebody to be like oh while you're looking it up he had one of your favorite people on as a guest. He had Duncan Trussell oh, on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I, didn't know. See, I had no idea that was his name. He had Duncan Trussell on oh, a couple of weeks ago, right? Yeah. And I was, I was listening to it. Dude, every time that guy speaks, I'm just com- entire, complete awe, right? Of Duncan, Duncan Trussell. Oh, yeah. yeah, dude. But it's so funny when you have like intelligent people on, and I'm not saying Theo Vaughn's not intelligent, mm-hmm. but when you have somebody very intelligent like... Um, and articulated like Duncan, Duncan Trussell is. Mm-hmm. He's speaking and you're like lost in his words and then Theo Vaughn just throws out some off-the-cuff fucking joke. Dude, it's the absolute fucking best. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. Um, but anyway, they were talking about, about, I think they got on the topic of aliens. And I have this obsession with something, right? And I've even asked you because there's been a few times you went to Vegas and you were around um, Tim Bradley and, and some other boxers, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, they're talking about aliens. And um, Duncan Trussell was like, I wonder what they smell like. <laughs> like, what does an alien smell like? Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's my obsession. When you told me about Tim Bradley, what's the first question I asked you? Hey, what do you smell like? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm yeah. always curious if people smell good. Because me, I'm a cologne guy. Yeah. Even if I, like, <clears throat> if I'm not wearing the, the expensive cologne, I, I, got a, I got a body spray of some sort. Not the shitty Axe, mm-hmm. right? But, like, I, just, I cannot not smell good. Right, right. right. Good. So good. <laughs> so that's always my obsession, dude. When he said that, I was fucking dying, and I was like, "Yep, Paul's right. One of my favorite people on earth." Yeah, yeah. That's all I wanted to say. Oh, dude, Can, Duncan Trussell. Do you ever think about what people smell like? It's not like the first thing that comes to your mind. Yeah, I do actually, but I'm more of like a you know me. I'm obsessed with teeth. Yeah. So I was, I'm a breath guy. I oh, wonder well, what their yeah. breath tastes like. To me, that tastes like smells like. <laughs> hey, come here, let's find out. <laughs> No, it's uh, it's like we have this thing where there's just certain females that for some reason you and I when we see them yeah we say like they look like they smell like milk yeah like they smell bad like it's <laughs> and, just weird and, and like I always say that like with like around my wife or whatever and she's she doesn't get it you know what I mean I'm like it's just weird it's like it's usually a girl that's like pretty yeah but even though they're pretty like you know like you get next to them and that prettiness is going to fade. Exactly. Yeah. Just knowing they smell like milk makes you be like, no. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm, never mm. mind. Yeah. I'm, I'm a huge fan of fragrance. Big time. Yeah. Big time. Big time. But you know, like I, I think about, 
we're going off on a weird tangent, but I think about like the whole pheromones thing. Yeah, my wife says the same thing. Cause I'm sorry, go ahead. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, just like yeah, she says the same thing that I'm covering up my my natural musk. Musk. Yeah. I'm like, but dude, smelling like jupe is fucking amazing. <laughs> jupe. My my pheromones did not smell like jupe, and I'm good with it. Like I read somewhere one time that like if you haven't masturbated and you're like on the prowl for a girl oh they can smell it they know yeah, yeah. so it's like it's yeah. actually off-putting for like your pheromones like so if you have like so they say like like <laughs> something about mary like that you should jerk off before because knowing that you like it's just instinctual that the women will somehow they obviously not look at you and be like oh he already masturbated no it's just like it makes your pheromones more appealing because you're not like in this like desperate hunt mode oh you know what i mean i thought so, it was just getting the baby batter off the brain well for the guy yeah but i'm talking about for like the attraction of like if you're on the hunt for women or whatever that's the world's greatest description by the way when they said that in something about mary yeah you gotta get the baby batter off the brain. <laughs> yeah that's why when you come in here i'm like oh man this guy hasn't <laughs> this guy's off for like a two weeks this dude is a fucking oh, man tight as shit this guy <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah uh, semen retention man it it boosts your testosterone what does semen retention oh really yeah is that real though i want to say it is i think th we had this conversation was it on the dad podcast I don't know. We you guys always like talking about beating off, so <laughs> <laughs> talking about it, we're like doing it. All of us like this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, too bad we're not filming. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I'm not a scientist, so I don't want to get into that. But uh, what else you got your, on your list? Speaking of dad bod, uh huh, it's going great. The right? dad podcasters. Oh yeah, podcast. yeah, we had to change our name. The dad. Oh no, the dad podcasters show. The dad podcasters show. Yeah. yeah. What's been the um. You know, I don't, dude. Like do the response to... has been uh, unreal, has like it? crazy unreal. Really? Like, yeah, two episodes in, and we are like killing it. So, for those of you listening, if you haven't heard, or maybe this is the first time you've hearing that we have another podcast, it's the Dad Podcasters Show. Show, yeah, right. Okay, we have we're three episodes in. The third one comes out sometime this hopefully week. today. Actually, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, check it out bunch of middle-aged dudes shooting the shit that one is like so much fun yeah you know this is fun too right but i guess because it's new and it's yeah. just i don't know and well, then you, we get to share yeah you know the show with some of our like yeah. our closest our, friends our half and half i mean though we do go off on strange tangents we are predominantly music based right right, right. so that yeah. one is more like i'm sure you guys have caught wind of when paul and i We'll bring up health issues. We'll bring up just random shit just to get caught up on the yeah. day. But that one is all like getting old sucks. Mm -hmm. What it's like to be a dad, what your body goes through. And yeah, so if you're into that kind of shit and you're a middle-aged dude that wants to know that you are not alone in this world, <laughs> go listen to In a our, comedic way. In a very comedic way. Yeah, it's, there's, it's, it's pure fucking comedy. And I'm still working on getting my brother on. He's bailed on me twice already, but it's a show full of brothers though the ward yeah, brothers let me talk about your brother really quick i love how he tries to tell me he tries at your party he tried saying like that i'm the one that stopped texting him that i'm the one that stopped communicating with him i don't want to correct him 
I didn't want to but be that guy. He is so full of shit. I know he is. I know he is. And I told him. I tell him all the time. Hey, man, Paul wanted me to tell you he misses you. Oh, well, tell that effer. Oh, no, he said another word. But yeah. tell that fucker to call me. And I'm like, hey, man, call him. Exactly. Call him. Like, I. why do I have to be the one to initiate all the time? And I have on several occasions. And, he and it's you. always like, he either ignores me or it's like a real quick response. Like, okay, that's it. Yeah. Like, he, he doesn't keep it going. Send him a dick pic, man. Dude, Make I have. <laughs> I have. <laughs> and all he says is, been there, done that. Right? Boring. <laughs> <laughs> Your balls are starting to sag, Paul. <laughs> like, fuck, man. Those are not the 1990 balls, I, 99 <laughs> balls I remember. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Dad Podcaster Show, so much fun. Yeah. Uh, even if you are not a uh, middle-aged, middle-aged man. man, if you just like comedy if you want to know what's what your future looks like yeah <laughs> or you want to reminisce on what you went through during our age yeah uh, check yeah. it out absolutely all right what else do we, should we get into our challenge results now i just or wanted to bring up one last thing okay one last thing so we went to go watch the insidious movie it's a new one yeah when like two weeks ago what yeah how did i not know this you don't pay attention to movies I do. Well, apparently not. Like, you I know? cannot wait to go see the Oppenheimer movie. Did you know that Dude, I worked right? un- under the guy that actually wrote the Oppenheimer biography? What do you mean you worked under him? He was one of my professors in grad school. Oh, really? And actually, I have a book, his book signed. Um, I He's the one that actually, you know how I've been published? Two of my publishings were because of him. Mm. But he's the one that, this guy, when he wrote Oppenheimer's biography, like, not only did he just write it, he literally like went to like Oppenheimer's town uh, and or, or where he lived when he was working on the atomic bomb and like lived in his shoes in a sense. Like he would go to the same bars that he went to. He would go to his old house. He really? would talk to people that knew him. Like he tried to like live his life um, like almost kind of like through his eyes while he was writing his biography. That's a great idea. Yeah. That's, a, that's but, the way to do it. So yeah, I'm, yeah, I can't wait to see that movie. That looks like a fucking great flick, man. Yeah, I can't wait. But we went to go see Insidious. Fucking great movie. I'm a huge fan of that universe, the Conjuring universe, all that shit, right? The one thing that stuck out, there's a very obscure band from the early 90s mm-hmm. that my brother and I have been in love with since the minute we fucking heard them. We were like 11 or some shit when we heard them. From mid-90s all the way till up until recently, I would ask everybody, have you heard of this band? Nope, 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 nobody. Even fucking real music heads, right? Nope, nope, nope. So the, the movie ends and, and the, the, the song is playing and all of a sudden I start singing along with it because it's a cover of this song. I was like, what the fuck? And I keep going I keep, and I look at my wife because she knows of, of this band because I, I showed her, right? And I, was, I kept singing, I kept singing and I'm like, dude, what the fuck is going on right now? Sure enough, the band Ghost did a mm. cover of the song called Stay. Okay. From this group called Shakespeare's Sister from way back in the day. Okay. I almost fucking cried. Wow. One, real proud that somebody actually remembered them. Mm-hmm. Two, great fucking cover. Yeah, man. What's the name of the band again? Shakespeare's Sister. Mm. I've never heard them before. Yeah, I'm telling you, they're real fucking, they had like, I don't even know if you want to call it a one-hit wonder, mm-hmm. right? Because I don't know how big it got, how big it didn't. I was 11, right? I didn't So early attention. 90s. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
I need to actually take note of that so I can listen to so it. So shout out to Ghost and shout out to Shakespeare's sister, man. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Let's get into our challenges then. All right. Uh, you go first because I'm on a. <clears throat> I'm looking up for, for Shakespeare's sister here. What, what about Shakespeare? Did he have a brother? <laughs> <laughs> I think he had a cousin. <laughs> um. Yeah, you challenged me with called stay. You challenged me with Krungbin, <coughs> which yeah. I can actually say now. Yeah. Krungbin? Krungbin. Krangbin? It's, it's it's Filipino or Taiwan, I don't know, but it's a little airplane or something Sounds like, like that. when I have a cold. Krangbin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, but you're real good with like fucking medical shit, right? <laughs> Vashti Bunyan. Yeah. <laughs> Krungbin. Yeah. Krungbin. This damn Vashti Bunyan's got me. Krungbin. <laughs> this damn Vashti Bunyan. Oh, dude. There's like four times you've made me laugh in 30 years. That, that <laughs> 30 <was> years. Vashti <laughs> oh, Bunyan. Dude, I will deliberately go back to that that episode just to see that happen <laughs> two reasons your fucking face <laughs> and then your whole doctor thing yeah. or uh, diagnosis that was episode either like somewhere between 57 and 60 yeah right do you want to go back <laughs> vashti bunyan okay so you challenged me with jay-z that's right i forgot who i challenged you with full transparency i i started off strong uh-huh. but because of all the shit that happened uh-huh it fell off okay okay um, I don't have a lot of notes, and there's a reason for that. Okay. So, I just want to go... Okay, let me first start off by saying everyone always hears that I'm a huge hip-hop head, and even you've thrown it at me like, <clears throat> what about Jay-Z? What about Jay-Z, right? Mm-hmm. So, I can say that I'm I'm sad that I did not hear, or maybe at the time I just wasn't too far into it like i should have been but okay first album reasonable doubt typical mid-90s boom bap style hip-hop which you like which was fucking amazing yeah i was like god damn it how have i not heard this fucking album Mm -hmm. okay great fucking album right great 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 beats were stupid right right um then you get on to in my lifetime volume one which came out in 1997 Another fucking great album. I'm like, man, I fucking love it. So then I'm starting to pay attention more to to his lyrics, right? Because the whole the whole mystique of Jay Z is that he doesn't write shit down mm-hmm. and everything is just off the top. And you know, true in true hip hop fashion and true true MC fashion, like that's what it's about, right? right. Just freestyling, like all that shit's basically a long fucking album of freestyles, oh. which is. F- <laughs> <laughs> Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So then 98 is when I started catching wind of him. So Hard Knock Life, that album was pretty good. I'm not going to say I I didn't like it. But as he progressed, it got into that 2000 shit, right? Like Mm -hmm. that weird 2000. I don't want to say weird. It was hip hop was still good in the early 2000s, but Mm -hmm. you can just tell that the tone was starting to change, right? right? And getting more into the. the grill scene and all that. Not that he went that route, but right. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the featuring people and yeah. all that started to happen. I used to hate those fucking 
So Life and Time of Sean Carter, it was a good album. Mm -hmm. Still within that realm of, you know, the boom bap. Mm -hmm. You can tell again the evolution's coming. Dynasty, mm, really? I liked it. Wasn't in love with it. But then the blueprint, I wholeheartedly remember. Mm -hmm. That's a great fucking album. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's when it all fell off for me mm -hmm. in the early 2000s. That's when I stopped paying attention to mm -hmm. Jay Z. Okay. So I did get to the Black album. Yes, the best album. It's good. <sighs> it's my favorite. It's good. I. It's not. It's not a bad album mm -hmm. by any means. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just not what I like. Really? In in my hip hop, right? Okay. But it's still fucking amazing. Yeah. Let me let me let me stop right there and say this. Jay Z is one of the top MCs of all time. Mm -hmm. I do give him mad respect for that. I agree. I just think musically you have to change with the time, right? Like you but have I felt like the the music on like that on like some of the music was like that dark. It was, yeah. Of, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's a good album. I'm not yeah. saying it was, it was bad. There's nothing on out of his discography that I did not like. Oh, okay. Right? But in love, like, oh, man, like, I'm a changed man, Jay-Z. Right. Replace MF Doom. No. Because I crave more of, I don't even know how to describe it. You know, a lot of people that I tell I love MF Doom and he's the world's greatest MC and they finally go listen to him. They're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. And I tell him, get the fuck out of my room. You know? Mm-hmm. But um, to be honest, that's as far as I got, man. I, I skimmed through everything else because it just got a little too recent and just wasn't really feeling it. Okay. But overall, saddened that I didn't jump on in 1996. Right. 96, what, what was I doing? I was real into the Deftones and you know what I mean? Like that was real. Yeah, that took precedence. Yeah. Um, You know, one of the other things too about Jay-Z is like what I love about him is his persona. Yeah. He's just like cool in the gang, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, well, for one, you know, he's the typical, I don't, I don't even know if that's the right word, typical, but I guess during that time it was very typical, right? Where artists made that leap from like, you were stuck as a selling drugs in the hood. Right. Yeah. But if you were lucky, you got to get yourself out of it by getting a record deal, right? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you blew up and then you brought everybody with you, right? Which I feel like he, he did. But not only that, like, he made a lot of people famous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah. he he's the reason behind a lot of artists that blew up, you know, to yeah. be almost as big as him. Yeah. And then the fact that he joined forces with Beyonce you know his wife like dude like when i think of like a true power couple dude it doesn't get any more powerful than those two like Aside from us <laughs> like they're like they're two people that can like walk in like with literally royalty around the world and the royalty probably looks up to them yeah you know um yeah. so the whole pers persona the whole just his presence like the guy is more of what you would imagine a, a king to be like in olden times right. as he's like a modern king without being an actual king. Yeah. And so I just think about the empire that he's created and it's just mind boggling. And let me tell you, man, I've said it before and I'm going to say it again, man. 
one of the best live performances I've ever seen in my fucking life. Yeah, you dude. said that. That's crazy. Unbelievable, man. I got to look that up on YouTube, see what I can... I, I don't know if it's the same. I don't know if it carries over the same as actually being there. That being there. Yeah, yeah I can see Because a lot of it is like that deep bass tones that kick in and just kind of like feeling the vibe of the crowd yeah. and just like, like Daniela, <laughs> my wife was just like going off because she's just like such a huge fan mm -hmm. of both Jay-Z and Beyonce. Like... Uh, she's a huge you know, you know she loves hip-hop like she doesn't like the underground stuff like she doesn't really get into that she loves the uh nwa tupac jay-z ice cube you know what i mean like the greats yeah I mean, she's yeah i thought you were gonna say she's into the these weird trap rappers now. no 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 As a matter of fact quite the opposite she she doesn't get it either but um yeah but anyways just like having that experience with her like yeah, yeah. i can see that he's he's in my eyes up there man it's like one of the i think he i even put him on my top 10 didn't i yeah yeah i, I think so you did so awesome man i'm glad you liked it yeah i knew i would I, I i didn't go into it i'm glad you forced me to do it right because right? i mean everybody talks about jc in the hip-hop world right everybody mm -hmm. and i got it right like i, I understand yep. it <laughs> i get it that's right? my impersonation jay-z by the yeah. way people <laughs> yep <laughs> It's terrible I, but hilarious. I never I never discredited him. I never said otherwise. Right, right. right. But I you now forced me to yeah. figure it out. Yeah. It's like a Kanye man, like Kanye to the <laughs> I like a lot of his music, but Coll I fucking college, hate him as college a person. Dropout was ridiculous, dude. That album was Beauty School Dropout. <laughs> oh, oh, College Dropout. Yes, right. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. No, that no, no. album. That album is. But in I'm the very top conflicted, 50. man, because I can't stand him as a person. Oh, well, man. And yeah. I know that shouldn't get in the way, right? But at the same time, like, I don't want to support somebody that is just a total douche. Yeah. Like, he, yeah. He's there's something going on with that dude mentally. Oh yeah, man. But the era that I liked him, he wasn't weird, so it's okay. Yeah. Broken jaw and shit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you challenged me to uh, listen to Crangbin. Crangbin. All right. First song out the gate, dude. I just, I decided to go, you know, how it has the popular releases. Yeah. And so literally first song with 187 million fucking downloads, Texas Sun. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, dude. That song almost immediately, it was like, I know you don't watch the show. It was like almost like a Rick and Morty, like going to the past sequence where like you just like go into this flashback. <laughs> I don't know what it did to me, man, but I absolutely love that song. I love yeah. that song so much. I literally listened to it back to back probably like, and this is no exaggeration, a good 12 times yeah. right out the fucking gate. Yeah. Their their song uh, Maria Tambien, yeah, that same thing. That's when I first heard them with yeah. that song, and that's not all day long. I listen to that fucking song. What's really weird about it, and I know this is going to be hard to like, kind of like wrap your head around, but you know how I go to ACL every year. Mm -hmm. Well, not in every year, but every year that it's good. Yeah, um, there's something about ACL that I've come to love. That's not necessarily just the music. It's like literally like this feeling of like when you're in like. Uh, what's that park called? Z Zilka Park? Zil Zilker Park, I think, is what it is. And, you know, it's just like this atmosphere of like, 
I can't even, I can't describe it, but when the sun's going down and you know, like these bands are going to come on stage and everybody's just having a good time. You got a nice cold beer in your hand. There's just something about that feeling like that, that feeling is part of the experience that is just as valuable to me as like seeing the artist yeah. perform. Yeah, of course. That song gave me that feeling just listening to it really? like i that's that was like my flashback so it was like and it's hilarious because it's called texas sun yeah it's so weird yeah it was like he was looking he was there and he decided to write they decided to write this song at that moment i don't know but anyway so right out the gate i fucking love that song so much um i started going back it, their history doesn't go back very far i think it's like 2014 or something 15 um the songs aren't on that scale when you go back yeah they're different uh there's like some of them are pretty are short if i remember correctly mm -hmm. it's been a while a little slower but either way like again it connected to let me write my see my notes it connected to um another band that's really good at just kind of giving me that feeling is like local natives oh yeah and they don't sound like them but at the same time it's just kind of in that same realm i don't know they kind of just it's like old school kind of uh it's like somewhat country it gives you an, an oldies vibe i when i first heard them i imagine we're from el paso texas mm -hmm. right latin culture is huge right shout out to all my cholos love cholos so oldies and latin culture go hand in hand yeah right so to me it gave me that like feeling of oldies on a sunday yes you know what i mean yes and that's what it's weird because I, I used to hate Sundays as a kid and I used to hate Sundays when I was like a nine to fiver. Yeah. Because, you know, Monday's coming yeah. up and it's like your weekend is over. But yeah, there's something about, and it's so weird and I can't even describe it. I'll even see like a sunset, like, and it'll give me that feeling. That damn sunset. Yeah, that damn sunset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you haven't seen the movie Bedazzled, it's such a great movie. Uh, <laughs> Raul. <laughs> <laughs> and so anyways yeah they totally that's what i loved about them is it necessarily wasn't like oh like the production is amazing or like anything it was just there's just something about the music that just makes you feel good <clears throat> right Dude, um when when i go through my 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 bouts of fuck music i don't want to listen to anything mm -hmm. I, i'm not craving lyrics i'm not craving heavy craving heavy like i don't know what to listen to right i automatically go to instrumental music dj shadow stuff like that but they've been my go-to for like the past two I years. I totally When I get tired that. of yeah. shit and I just want to, when I have a long drive ahead of me. Yeah. When I have to go to work, right? It's like a 40 minute drive from mm -hmm. here to work. Just fucking unwind. Totally. Man. I throw them that. on and I just drive. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, man. But here's where it gets like really good for me. This earlier stuff was great, man. I was listening to it. It wasn't, you know, again, good feelings. Loved it. I know like Daniela was like, what is this? But, um... I was just like, this is amazing. Like, I don't know how anybody can think otherwise. But anyways, like, but then I got into like the later stuff, dude. And Leon Bridges is a part of yeah. it. Yeah. Who, if you don't know who fucking Leon Bridges is, that dude is just, so, you know, he, Leon Bridges did that one song with Odessa. Oh, really? No, I didn't know that. <sighs> dude, such a good song. Even I'm the video, the video has that feeling it's like a it's like a uh, i can't remember the name of the song but like they're going like it's like a cookout like a house party like on a like on a sunday afternoon type R vibe really it's such a good song dude and so when i saw odessa live um 
did I get to see it or did I see this on YouTube? I think it was when I saw them. You know, he wasn't there, but they have him still like on the big screens and he's still, you know, doing his part for the song or whatever. You really? know, they're just kind of playing along. Yeah, it's a really good song. So anyways, anything Leon Bridges has ever done and I want to thank Jason, you know. Fuck Jason. <laughs> that Jason? Yeah, that Fuck Jason. That guy. Because Jason's actually the one that showed me Leon Bridges. And I know he's going to sit there and be like, see, you never give me credit. I show you all these fucking bands. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, dude, here's the thing. You show me 100 bands and I like one. Don't fucking, that, you yeah, know. Quit playing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyways, he did actually, show he, me. He has introduced me to some pretty good yeah. shit. It's because, yeah, I mean. It's because he doesn't hesitate to be like, hey, you should check out this band. Yeah. You know, when we, when he and I used to work out together, he would throw some shit at me. But even, even when he was like 13, yeah. he'd be like, hey, you trying to mirror this band? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he, he, he has. Um, but yeah. So, anyways, uh, he introduced me to Leon Bridges uh, a while back and I was like, yeah, it's all right. Whatever. But I am secretly listening to it, you know? It's like, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Jason. Fuck this guy. Um, but anyways, man, so I just, I got to tell you, man, everything that Leon Bridges does just really, it's like, it's all really good stuff, but the stuff that he's a part of, it's like on another level. Yeah. And I just absolutely love it. And dude, like I just, dang, I can't, I can't get over how much I love this band. Dude, they're a bass player. Obviously I'm a bass player, right? So I was drawn mm-hmm. to the bass. Mm-hmm. Fun fact one, you know, they both wear wigs. Oh, really? For the longest time, I was like, are they married? Are they a couple? They have the same haircut. Like, mm-hmm. you got to love somebody to have the same haircut. Right. They're wigs. She never, she wasn't even a bass player. She just met the guitar player one day. They hit it off talking about this old, weird, like, um, international music that they like. He taught her how to play bass. Mm. Right? The bass that she has now is the only bass she's ever had. Right. And she has never, to this day, changed her strings. What? Yeah, they're flat wounds. That's why they sound like that. You know what a flat wound string is, right? No. You know how on a guitar string you got the little... Uh-huh. They all those little grooves. Yeah, yeah. There's a complete flat. What? It's smooth. Yeah. And first of all, you know, I've been building guitars for a few years now at this point. <laughs> yeah. I never even knew that existed. Yeah, I'm not Secondly... Surprised. I fix all your shit back. I mean, day. granted, a lot of my guitars have the same strings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I hate fucking changing strings. I won't change it till I break it. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I will. Uh, but anyways, wow, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, and she's getting the same bass too. Holy shit! Out of all of them, she's catching the most buzz. Right? I forgot the name of the artist, but a lot of people are featuring her on mm-hmm. on their songs. So what happens when she breaks a string? She hasn't. But when she will, uh, you if you don't pluck hard there should be no reason you're, you're breaking uh, the string temperature no see look weathering she has little hands and it's just <laughs> you know what I'm saying but she, dude but honestly though like yeah she writes great fucking bass lines man yeah really fucking good so yeah so my my overall final thing dude I, I'm glad you showed them to me just like you said with Jay Z like man I absolutely love yeah. this band you're welcome yeah should we ch- do we have another challenge for next time or should no or- we'll start it again next week you sure yeah i have nothing in the hopper wait do oh. i oh uh, I, I yeah i do we can if you want i do have one i wanted to give you all right uh let me see i have a few i'm just trying to think of which one uh all right let's do it then um but you're gonna have to go first okay so there's a band um that I've loved for a very, very long time. They've inspired a slew of musicians. Sad part is the singer's no longer with us. Even sadder part, for me, good for you, 
There's only two albums that you have to listen to. Oh, nice. First album was released in 1979, and the other album came out in 1980. Oh, gosh. I wouldn't even know how to describe what they do, but you'd be far-fetched to find any musician from late 80s, 90s, early 2000s that probably don't mention this band. Okay. So I'm going to challenge you with the great late Joy Division. Oh, okay. That's Wait, 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 wait. They only have a couple of albums? Yeah, two albums. How? Joy Division is like so well known, such a... That's weird. Mm-mm. That is weird. All right. Um, yeah, so yeah, of course, that's going to be great. I probably have heard most of it, but uh, all right. So what I'm going to do, there's, there's, there's a little method behind what I'm about to challenge you with. Okay. And it's because my wife, my wife, my wife. Oh, I forgot there's another band I wanted to throw at you that you're totally going to hate. I'll save it. So my wife the other day, uh, you know, I listened to a lot of her Spanish music, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Mexican music, Spanish, whatever. When I say Spanish, I mean like they speak Spanish. Um, she challenged me with this band. She was like, it wasn't a challenge. It was like, hey, I just bought tickets to go see this band. Um, so yeah, you should probably like know their songs. And then I started to realize really quickly that I knew a lot more of their songs than I thought I knew because of her listening to them. And then I started really listening to them closely and I was like, oh my God. Like, these guys came out when? And these guys sounded like this then? Like, no, I started to realize that, like, these guys were definitely, definitely ahead of their time, but they happen to be from Mexico, so they don't get the credit, Mm -hmm. which is crazy. Mm -hmm. So, it's a band that I'm actually currently listening to. Okay. So, I want you to listen to them too. And shit, if you end up liking them, you can totally go with us to the show um it's they're called gaifanis oh i've heard of them dude yeah hold on Kai. c-a-i-f-a-n-e-s God, hold on let me see that again autocorrect they okay. are so good man yeah i've like i've never heard them but i i've heard the name when you when you i want you to really just like listen to them like and you're gonna be like well you want me to closet listen to them no, like, like I just want you to like, kind of like, no, not not necessarily. Just kind of like, really take note of like, well, you're gonna hear certain things and be like, oh yeah, that's really like, oh, they sound like so and so, and then you're gonna realize like they did it like ten years before. Okay. Who they sounded like? You know what closet listening means, right? Like where you're just like closing your eyes, closet like. No, right? I. F- when any hip hop album comes out that I absolutely have to hear, uh-huh. and I only do this with hip hop music, right? I physically. Go in the closet? Go in my closet. I turn oh. everything off. I put my headphones on and I listen top to bottom. Wow. I've been doing that for 20 years now. Only with hip hop though. So then you should you should talk to Jason and see if you can get him to come out of the closet. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's no need to come out when you already know, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We've been trying be, to get him to come out for 30 something years. That'd be no fucking surprise. If you were like, guys, I'd be like, duh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Full like, of nobody. <laughs> um, yeah, so these guys are... They have an extensive discography, though, if I remember correctly. Okay. But, dude, you're going to hear it, and it's going to be like... 
I don't know. You're 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 gonna be like, how did we not know that this band existed? You know. Hey man, look at that first band to show up. Who? When I put in. Oh yeah, I just put C A I. They're they're big, dude. They even had a song on. Uh, if I remember correctly, and Daniela, don't kill me if I'm wrong, but um, on Guitar Hero, remember that game? Oh yeah, I think they actually had a song on there. Man, but they took a long hiatus. 88, 90, 92, 94, 2008, 12, mm-hmm. and then the 25th anniversary. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to get to see them, which is really cool. I'm Where excited. Where have you seen them at? I think the Plaza. Oh, really? Yeah. So. Yeah, if I do like them, I probably will go with you. Awesome. All right. Anything else? That'll do it. That's all she I, wrote. I didn't keep track of time, so I don't know where we're at, but... uh, We're about an hour. Yeah, probably an hour. All right. Uh, next episode we'll be back on uh, track with our segments yeah um, so if you're listening to this first I'm probably going to release the dad podcasters show today as well mm-hmm. so when you're done listening to this go listen to the dad podcasters please leave us uh, give us five stars if you like it you know um, we're trying to also with this show too we're trying to do that trying to get up on the five stars that helps us out it's kind of like YouTube when you get subscribers and stuff it just kind of helps you when it comes to like you know monetizing and whatnot yes if you love half and half if you end up loving the dad podcasters which i know you will help us out yeah the the more we can do the sooner we can do more of this yeah for you guys exactly so yeah um so yeah we're good thank you everybody till next week we're back on regular schedule so look forward to that thank you guys bye bye